Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I'm Jess, your host and your favorite female empowerment coach. This is a safe space to speak about all things on mindset, relationships, business, sex, money, and life experiences. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli Podcast. How are we going? Let's start with angel cards before we get into it. This episode, I'm really, it's going to be riff. It's going to be a riff, a big riff around connections and relationships and yeah as before I hit record I was gonna write a couple of dot points down just so we don't lose track but I'm like you know what I'm just gonna riff and see what comes out so I want you to think of an intention for the next 24 hours only so the next 24 hours think of your intention three two one all right hold it in your head and I'm gonna split the deck yeah um, (laughs) oh my god I'm using, goodness, I cannot speak. I'm using the same deck as I did last podcast episode. It is the Work Your Light Oracle Cards by Rebecca Campbell. I'm sure you've probably seen this on every TikTok that does angel cards. All right, pick a number, one or two. Quick, don't ever think. All right, we're ready. You've got your number. Don't change it. Whatever came up first, that is your number. All right. So my number ones, this is for your intention in the next 24 hours. Don't dim to fit in. How are you dimming your light in order to fit in? Ooh, this has also been a theme coming up with my clients of do you have a fear of being seen in what you want to be seen for or what you want to achieve in your success? So what's really coming up for me is what is success to you? What is the success that you are working towards and how can you just amplify what you're doing and not try to... I guess, mold yourself to fit what you believe the expectation is from maybe friends, family, society, but amplify your unique gifts. That's what's coming through for me. So don't dim to fit in. How are you dimming your light in order to fit in? That's my number ones. Number number twos for your 24-hour intention. What has come up? Dance with life. Do something to change your energy. Ooh, okay. The illustration is so beautiful. It's like two women dancing and just like very femme energy. So that's the first thing that's come up with for me is like, where can you tap into your feminine energy? Where can you just release the masculine energy for the next 24 hours and do something to switch up your energy to feel lighter? Remember, femme energy is very light. It's very flowy. It's very intuitive. It's very just like, ah, it's just like silky. If you think about holding like a sheet of silk in the wind and the way it ripples that's what that's like the image that's coming to my mind so tapping into that nice flowy intuitive energy love 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 this for your next 24 hours all right let's get into the podcast episode today i'm going to talk about the things that i have been doing for a while to really work on my relationships but more importantly work on who i 
present myself or who I am in my relationships and my connections. And I don't mean like, how do I present myself to, you know, fit in or be loved and be liked? No, we're not talking about people pleasing here, but more how am I developing the type of individual that I really do want to be, who I authentically want to be in my relationships. And the first thing that's come to mind in this episode is definitely inspired by my past uh, group call coaching call for the fem club which is all around relationship inventory and so I'm going to riff on a few things that I shared with the women on that group coaching call but the first thing is standards what are your standards what are your boundaries and I know that it may be like an obvious thing but it how obvious is it to you do you actually work on it what are your standards for your relationships and when I speak about relationships unless I otherwise specify romantic platonic sexual and family so whatever fits for you whatever is resonating that's what I want you to use it for but what are your actual standards do they need to be raised do you actually need to look at what your expectations are has there been a period of time where you're kind of afraid to sit and stand in your power and your standards like right now, if you had to do an order and I'm kind of giving you something that I've given the girls inside of my group container, but if you had to do an audit of all of your relationships, like what are the standards in there? Are they slipping? Are they up to your standards? Do you have brand new standards? What are your expectations? What are your needs? Two different things, right? This is something that I explained is I hear a lot of talk when it comes to relationships directly correlating needs and expectations as the exact same thing they're not right needs are things that are like trust um honest conversations respect your expectations are the things that kind of determine who you are as an individual in a relationship and again in a relationship any type of relationship so your expectations are really what you are expecting someone to meet so again your standard but are you meeting them as well Now, every time that you have a brand new standard or you're sitting here and you're like, okay, these are my standards, these are my expectations for my relationships, you then need to look at, am I meeting this, number one, within myself first, and then I'm meeting this in this particular relationship? So if we're doing a little bit of workshopping right now, what I want you to start to think and envision, right? Pick one person in your life. Maybe they've already come up to your mind as I've been speaking. But pick that one person, hold them in your mind. Now I want you to think of just quickly, like, what are your needs? So again, going through like the trust, the respect, the, you know, reliability, whatever comes up very, very quickly. And again, I do encourage you just like every time I give you a bit of workshopping on this podcast to go away and to go in depth. Okay, what are those needs? And now your expectations and standards, what are you expecting of them? right? What are you expecting of them? What are the standards that you were setting consciously or unconsciously? And this is probably a side point. What are the unconscious standards you're setting? Actually, let's park that for a moment, right? Let's just go through this workshop. So I want you to kind of like exhaust that list. And then when you're looking at all those expectations that you have for this particular person that you have in your mind, I want you to ask yourself, am I meeting these expectations and standards within myself as an individual? Am I living by these things? When I coach women, a lot of the time when they do this type of exercise, they will realize that the standards and the expectations they have for their partner, their friends, their parents, brother, sister, peers, they're not actually meeting themselves as individuals. Why is this important? Number one, 
we need to be able to meet these standards and expectations in ourselves as an individual because we need to know what it fully means. I've seen a lot of uh, doing this work with so many women. I have seen a lot of the time where women will actually, you know, set these expectations and standards because they've picked it up or because they've learned it from somewhere else or they, you know, maybe read one thing or watched one TikTok and then they're like, oh, this is what I need in this type of relationship. But they don't actually know how to define it for themselves. This is a huge, huge thing is you you need to be able to define what your expectations are within yourself. Like you should be able to give me this list and then I can go down the list and I can ask you, okay, define that for me. Define that in your own terms, what that means for you. And then number two, when it comes to meeting this in yourself is being able to meet that in yourself so you don't need it from another person. Again, what I see in a lot of women is they have these expectations, they have these needs and they're not able to meet them in themselves and so they're always gravitating towards people to want them to meet that and I see this in romantic relationships right like you know I can't let me try to think of one that's like a, a one that's recent you know maybe it's the way that you have fun or maybe it's the way you spend your time or maybe it's the way that you um, are in social settings like are you able to be that type of person if you didn't have that romantic partner if you didn't have that friend are you is that actually a trait that you possess yourself that's probably a much better way to put it like is that a trait that you possess in yourself that you are able to stand by what I see a lot of the time is, yes, we get different things from different people, but we should never, ever expect another person to have to meet that within us. We need to be able to meet it. So if, that's per- if that person is taken away, we don't feel, you know, this, this hole within us, like it, it, this, this void within us. That's, again, probably another better way to say it, this void. And again, this is what I see with so many women that I work with, and I'm sure it happens to men, but I'm just speaking of my, my experience mentoring now hundreds of women over the past four years, is the void comes from having the expectation, the standard met by someone else, but they are not able to meet that as an individual, right? And this can probably seem like a lot or maybe you're getting a little bit confused and this is why I urge you to sit down and actually ask yourself if I'm expecting this from my partner or my friend am I meeting it in myself like am I able to possess this trait by myself and then am I also meeting it in this relationship if I'm expecting my boyfriend to act one way Am I also acting that way? If I expect my friend to um, speak in a certain way, am I also doing that? And you would, if you get really, really honest with yourself, you would be shocked to find that you probably aren't meeting the expectations and standards you're setting for other people. And I learned a long, long time ago that you just, you can't, and I, I learned the hard way, I should say that as well, but you cannot expect someone to meet these needs, these standards to, yeah, to meet you at a certain standard and you're just not meeting it yourself, within yourself as a woman and within yourself within that relationship. And this is why I see so many breakdowns if we, if we specify romantic relationships, romantic relationship. This is why I had breakdowns in my own romantic relationships because I was expecting certain things of these men I had these certain standards and was I meeting them in myself no and then if they weren't present I felt like I had this void inside myself now 
onto that, so again, another riff, I'm kind of like going everywhere, but onto that as well, something else I will share is remembering that not every, this, I can probably give you the example of friendships, your friendships, they're going to give you different things. Again, I've had many conversations where we kind of expect all of our friends to meet all of our needs that we have labeled for our friendships. That is impossible. You may get a bunch of things from one person, one thing from another, and then six from the third friend. And it doesn't mean that this makes any friend bad or worse, good or better, right? Because again, those are subjective terms. And it's all in alignment with your values and where you're at in life. And remember, we our nervous system is really operating from a place we've always known. And so we're kind of navigating that, especially as new relationships come into our life. But what I will say there is being able to actually understand what each person gives you. And then it relates directly to my first point. Like, is this meeting my standards? Is this meeting my expectations and needs? Is this enough? And also, I think it's important if you think like, okay, this friend only really gives me this and it's not, they're not giving me this. Is that okay with you? Is that the type of friendship you have? And this work may sound tedious. It may sound like, oh, like this is a lot of work, but this is also why a lot of women come to me and they're very disconnected in their friendships. They're very disconnected in their relationships. They're very disconnected with um, family relations and peers and workers and even clients. The women that work with me who have their own businesses have sometimes come to me because they have this disconnection with clients. And when you are able to understand yourself first and then through relationships, not only do you build this mountain of self-trust, but then you will be able to deepen those connections and be able to stand in your power too of what you're going to stand for and to not be a people pleaser and to know that sometimes you are going to hurt the people in your life, not on purpose, not physically, not emotionally on purpose, not mentally on purpose, but sometimes you will because you're not going to meet up to their own perception and expectations of you. But again, what I say, most women fall into the people-pleasing tendency and it's only because they don't have the power within themselves to stand in their expectations and needs. Have you ever set a boundary? Have you ever set a standard? Have you ever you know, set set something as in like a standard or an expectation or a need, let's say from your partner or your friend and they don't meet it. And so you keep loosening up the boundary. You keep giving them chances. You keep giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying never give everyone, never give anyone a chance or give anyone the benefit of the doubt. But what I am saying is people pleasing will continue to repeat itself in your relationships if you're not standing in your power, if you're not crystal clear on why you're doing what you're doing. For example, there have been uh, a few heated discussions with my partner because we have opposing views, opposing values on certain things or the ways, it's not even opposing values, it's more the way we both work on a situation or, or the particular opinion we have in a situation. And I've had to stand in my boundaries and my standards and vice versa. Have Has it hurt a little bit? Yeah, of course. Because when you care about someone, when you're in this, in this particular example, when you're in a relationship with someone, yeah, of course, you're going to get a little bit butthurt if they're not agreeing with you or don't have the same opinion. But I've learned that is number one, that builds resilience. But that's also proving to you that you're standing in your truth. And that's one of the most beneficial things that I've ever learned whilst doing relationship work is how can I stand in my absolute truth? 
when it comes to this relationship? How can I stand in my absolute truth as a woman, in my values, in what is in alignment with me, in how I want to be perceived? And I don't mean, how do I want to be perceived so people love me and like me? No, like, how do you, if you authentically go within and you ask yourself, like, how do you want to be perceived? And maybe some people, if you set a boundary, you set an expectation, might call you a bitch or might not like you. Great. Let's filter those people out. This is this type of work is all about no, instead I am gonna filter those people out. It may hurt me short term, but in the long term, I'm going to be able to develop my relationships and my connections. It is one of the reasons why I have such solid, solid connections and relationships now. It's not all about boundary. There's on the internet a lot of boundary talk. Those are important. But I think it's more about raising your standards, not just for the people that you're letting in to your life, but raising your standards for yourself. Like, are you being the best possible friend, the best possible girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, whoever's listening to this, the best possible worker, the best possible coach, the best possible business owner? Does this mean that you need to function at 100% all of the time? No. But again, if you don't know yourself, if you don't trust yourself, if you haven't created these standards and communicated them, then you're going to operate like you can't ever have a bad day and that's not what we want we want you and this is why I'm I'm sharing this in this podcast episode I want you to operate as your highest most authentic self not just in your career and business not just in your health and fitness not just in when it comes to your money but when it comes to your relationships and there is a reason why I created I made relationships my top value for a year and a half. And they're still a value of mine. They're just not my top value. And you also, that's like another discussion. It's like, where does relationships fall when it comes to your values? And what does that actually mean? If you say, yeah, yeah, they're number one. Okay, but how would you describe that subject heading of relationships for you? Remember that when you have values, it's the thing you avoid of. So for example, one of the reasons why relationships what became my top value, and I did this type of work to understand myself and my place as a woman in all my relationships was because I was void of connection, which is a part of relationships. And so you need to look, and this is a whole other podcast episode in itself, but you need to have a, an understanding. It's not just, yeah, of course I value like my friends and my family, and my boyfriend. No, what are you actually void of that you need to work on? And when you understand the, the avoidance in your values, you will be able to work more deeply. So again, my example, like I wanted to deepen my connections. I really wanted to connect on and not more than a superficial level, more than just like, you know, just doing what I've always learned or having shitty boundaries, having shitty standards. And so I really had to explore that in myself. And I think one thing that I'll kind of close this podcast episode off with is actually asking yourself what you want when it comes to relationships and connections and being really, really honest with yourself. And I think like being able to do an audit probably every year, I reckon, like I do an audit every year. Yes, you can write it out in your journal or your phone notes, but Honestly, just like asking yourself, am I putting time and energy into the right people? Am I putting time and energy into the people who deserve my time and energy? But am I also able to give my time and energy to the best of my ability? Again, it does not mean you need to operate at 110% and put on this fake smile when you're having a shit day. But can you operate as your authentic self? 
and your authentic self comes with those bad days, comes with those sad days, comes with those angry days. And so get really honest, do an audit every single year. How am I being the best that I possibly can? And towards the year and a half of really working on relationships, and don't get me wrong, like I still work on them. I'm not sitting here like, oh my God, I'm perfect. I don't need to do any of the work. No, of course I do. But one thing I really had to ask myself is like, am I being the best possible, insert title, girlfriend, sister, best friend, uh, mentor that I possibly can be as my authentic self? So I'm going to leave you with that. I appreciate every single one of you. I, yeah, I hope you like this little riff. It just came to mind and it's something, like I said, that was heavily inspired by my group coaching and, you know, talking about relationships and understanding that. I mean, there's so many different areas I could discuss, but I just felt like the collective really needed to hear these and maybe everything I'm saying, you're like nodding your head. You're like, okay, I need to go away. I need to order. I need to work on this. And, you know, it's not about changing other people. It's really about changing yourself to align with your authentic self, align to someone else's expectations so I'm going to leave you as always I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode share it on your story share any takeaways slide into my dms I love to have a chat and don't forget that elevate the mastermind a 90-day mastermind for high achieving women to create a purpose-led life regulate their nervous system and eliminate all money mindsets money mindset stress is open and it's currently 444 so maybe that is your sign to come and apply there's eight spots we start september 18th a mastermind that includes not only group coaching support but also one-on-one support and i don't mean like you can upgrade to one-on-one support it comes with one-on-one support as well um if you want more details show notes below or just come slide into my dms and we can have a chat but i appreciate you all and i will speak to you in the next podcast episode bye you know, don't follow up,